daunting road trip? Nah. How about two quality wins for the Minnesota Wild to get it started? We recap dominant efforts against Carolina and Washington, talk record books with Kirill Kaprizov, and look ahead to the rest of the week today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is available wherever you listen to podcasts and is available free of charge. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we recap a dominant weekend for the Minnesota Wild. We talk Kirill Kaprizov standing alone at the top of the Minnesota Wild points leaderboard and look ahead to a couple of huge playoff implication showdowns with Central Division foes later this week. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran captain of Locked on Wild with uh, well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams through their highs and their lows, and now here fully with uh, the Minnesota Wild. And uh, joined by our usual Monday co-host, Alex Micheletti, for a victory Micheletti Monday. Should note, today's episode Brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Alex, we looked at this road trip with concern because it's a toughie, but uh, we're two games into it. The Wild just just throttled the Washington Capitals after beating the Carolina Hurricanes. And so halfway through this trip, things are looking pretty good for the uh, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, we were. We, I remember us talking last last Sunday. We were uh, pretty worried about uh, you know just you know, the the amount of you know just really good teams on this road trip, and uh, so far so good. And, I mean, both games were dominant. I mean, yeah, tonight you know clear uh, Washington at the end there just kind of raised up the white flag, but uh, you know. To beat Carolina, you know that was that that opened some up some eyes too, and uh, yeah, they uh, Mark Andre Fleury was absolutely just an absolute stud in the net. Some of the saves he made, uh, you know, especially in that second period when Carolina was making a big push, and um, he's that one save that stood out was the you know the Marty Nikas Nikas uh, save where he uh, slid across and just robbed him. And yeah. I also tweeted that. Uh, uh, Vincent Trocheck was going to see uh, Flurry in his nightmares because he just <laughs> stoned him a couple of times. So yeah, it was, it was definitely a fun, fun weekend of hockey. Uh, you know, that might be the first time I've ever gotten through a game and said Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala did not register a shot, either of them, and we didn't need it because the <laughs> grief line was just yeah. that's as dominant as that line has ever been. Yeah, they were uh, on that uh, on X second goal. I thought the funniest thing was, uh, 
when Greenway just completely shoved Nicholas Backstrom just through him, like, and Nick Backstrom's been in the league for a long time, and he just just shoved him <laughs> aside, and then Eck kind of went soccer style on his goal. He kind of kicked it to himself, and I don't know what Vanacek was was doing out there tonight. He just looked off the entire game. His angles just were was letting up just big juicy rebounds left and right, and uh, you know they. Their big guns were, were extremely quiet. You know, Ovi got, or he didn't get the goal, but he, um, you know, helped produce uh, on that on that uh, lone goal by um, Garnet Hathaway. But um, yeah, their big guns were quiet. Didn't really hear John Carlson's name a whole lot. And Oshi didn't do much, and uh, Tom Wilson was a ghost out there. And so you love to see that. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, just a dominant uh, dominant team win, I thought, and. Tyson Jost, you know, continues to take advantage of uh, of the opportunity being on the second line there. Um, so good, good for him. Yeah, it's it's been interesting because not only has Jost looked good on the second line, Nick Bugstead has looked right at home with that fourth line, and those guys continue to just they continue to just wrecking ball people. It's like I think I made the analogy. I don't know if I made it with you or or somebody else earlier in the week. It's like you're moving a bunch of stuff in a U-Haul and you have two just massive like grand pianos that you you don't restrain in the back end. And so you're driving all over the place. They're sliding all over the place <laughs> and they are just running into things in the back of that U-Haul. And that's like, that's Delorier, that's Middleton, that's Greenway, Um and I think that is a big part as to why this team has so much success against Eastern Conference teams mm-hmm. is, you know, the East is built a lot on speed. Yeah. Western Conference teams have been bringing that muscle. And it's the heavies, you know, Cal- Calgary, St. Louis, Nashville. I mean, the list goes on and on. You know, they there are some big, strong teams, L.A., uh, you know, we don't see them a whole lot, but you know, you know, Anaheim, those are some big, big rough teams that like to get after it for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's battering Rams. And I think that's why we're seeing this team have so much success. Like they didn't lose in regulation to anybody in the metropolitan division, which is insane, but you know, all in all a very successful weekend. And uh, we did as well. just wanted to touch on this defensively. Um, all the things that were working for this team so well at the beginning of the season, you know, you throw in the likes of Jacob Middleton, who does all of those really well. And this decor, like even with John Merrill sidelined, Alex Goligoski played great. And they just, they got back to kind of committing to those things on defense, such as, you know, anticipating where the puck's going to go, getting a stick into passing lanes, and just intercepting or at least deflecting a ton of passes. I, I bet you could count four or five only uh, attempts that the Capitals had that were not deflected in some way or stolen away by the Wild. The whole yeah. game. I thought Kulikov was great again tonight. Uh, he was fantastic yesterday. He was one of the best players on the ice. Uh, he, you know, he made up for his penalty and then got, got the goal against against Carolina. So we, we like to see that after he kind of had a tough game against Pittsburgh, everybody's like, what is this guy doing out there in overtime? So uh, he kind of had two really, really great bounce back 
bounce back games. And then I want Alex Goligoski, you know, getting scratched three straight games and then throws that just amazing breakout pass uh, to Greenway oh. and uh, uh, right. And then Ecker, uh, uh, you know, gets, gets it in five hole, but uh, yeah. So guys that really were, were under pressure really performed well tonight. And what more can you say about Jacob Middleton too? He doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't put up points, but he, he does everything else like that you need. And, uh, he's like, he's going to be the perfect guy, uh, for the playoffs. Um, you know, he's tough. He blocks a ton of shots. I mean, yesterday, I mean, he was, <laughs> he kept getting hit in the hand. Uh, it was just like, get, get that guy, all the ice packs I, I tweeted out, but, uh, he's the perfect guy to play with, uh, with Jared Spurgeon. And it was kind of funny. Everybody thought, uh, you know, Hey, they're, they're looking to, add a depth defenseman, you know, a third pairing. Well, Middleton's playing on, on the top pairing. You right. Know, these, uh, you know, he, he showed that he could do that in San Jose when he was playing with, uh, with Eric Carlson and, and Brett Burns at times. And, uh, you know, he's just the, you know, the perfect stay at home defenseman and can let Jared Spurgeon uh, be a little bit more offensive out there. And so it's, yeah, I, I love that pairing. And then, you know, allows, uh, Matt Dumba to play with his best buddy and Jonas Brodeen. And then, you know, the third, third pairing, you can just kind of rotate based off need. But I think, you know, if the playoffs started today and if Merrill was healthy, I think Goligoski would still be uh, sitting for sure. Um, Not that I like to rub it in, but the trade for Middleton was Capo Kakinen and a, um, a fifth round pick. Yeah. Uh, Capo's numbers in, I'm assuming he's. How is it possible that he's already made three starts for the Sharks? Yeah, that they well they be. have nobody. Well, they have James Reimer, but uh, you know he keeps getting hurt too. Well, he is um, he is Owen two. He's played in three games. He started two of them. Yeah, goals uh, uh, goals against average is five point one six, and his save percentage is eight eighty. Yeah, horrible numbers. It was bad, really bad last night against Dallas. I mean. Uh, San Jose scored on their first shot of the game and then he gave up four, <laughs> you know, just bam, 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 bam. Like, uh, it just is unbelievable. They gave up a goal with one second left in the period too to, to Jason Robertson. And, you know, <laughs> just yeah, everybody was like, why, why is Minnesota giving up capo Kappen? And it's like, well, um, are you guys forgetting Jesper Wallstead, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not like Mark Andre Fleury's a skeleton. They can they can resign him, and yeah, um, you know, so and bridge the the gap there. But you know, and it seems like they're fully intent on doing that. So yeah, it, it'll it'll work out. It has already. Both goalies yeah. since the Wild made the trade yeah. have a goals against average under two and a save percentage over like nine forty. So and it's look at Jacob working. Milton. You're not you're not going to get them unless you give up that goalie. And so right. that's a trade off, you know, that I think a lot of wild fans would, you know, take in a heartbeat. Um, you know, this, this is a guy that has really helped shore up the defense and, uh, um, you know, eat up a lot of minutes. You know, you could tell some of the guys were getting tired or playing more minutes than, than should be. And so um, it was the perfect move by, by Billy G who continues to make perfect move after perfect move. Wheeling and dealing. Uh, tell you what, we did see some histories. Kirill Kaprizov did it. Unfortunately, couldn't do, uh, couldn't take the all-time single season's point points mark at home. 
but uh, nonetheless, he did get it done. So we'll talk about that because there are a bunch of other records that uh, are soon to be broken. So a little history watch as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. April showers bring built bar flowers. The month of April is here, and if you are looking to accelerate your weight loss goals, to eat better and to look better, Built Bar is here to help. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. They are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with most Built Bars, Puffs contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your average candy bar, which has right around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So if you want to splash into Built Bar mania, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Month of March, uh, again, a record breaker for Lockdown Wild. So thank you, listeners, for uh, continuing to uh, to raise the roof on the downloads. And um, once your first listen of the day is done, head over to the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the lowdown on all of your favorite NHL teams from your favorite Locked On NHL insiders. Locked On NHL is available wherever you listen to podcasts. History made... Kirill Kaprizov stands alone with the most points in a single season for the Minnesota Wild. 85 points in 67 games, which uh, as of last check, haven't seen where he's at after the the weekend's games. But uh, I know he was in sixth place before the Capitals game. Uh, Obviously didn't register a point uh, during the game. But still, an incredible season and... Still right on track to uh, become just such a rarity for Minnesota sports by becoming a 100-point scorer. Um, Alex, does he get it? I, the wild schedule is uh, a little daunting the rest of the way, but uh, does Kaprizov get to 100 points, yes or no? I think he does. Um you know, the, the, the pace that he's at, it's, it's, he's, it looks like he's going to get there. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously getting on the power play helps a ton. So hopefully, hopefully they can, can do that. Um, you know, got a couple of big games this week and so they're gonna, they're gonna have to get it done on, on special teams. And so I think that that will help, uh, get him, get him close to that a hundred point mark. But he was just absolutely a beast uh, on on Friday. Um, just so much fun to watch. And uh, how about him? Uh, you know, on on his goal, <laughs> you know, trying to go between the legs, and then uh, <laughs> you know, then he goes around the corner, gets it short side on, in the rock star zone, and um, yeah, just you know, him and him and Zuccarello. You know, I found that picture of a little of a baby Zuc, <laughs> and I was like, this guy. Uh, this guy's been the most important thing to Kirill's career, and uh, you know, thank you, Paul Fenton. The one of the one of the white only things right that he did was like uh, was getting Zuccarello uh, here. Um, it, you know, just 
know, he was off to a slow start and got hurt. And, but now he's just been, been lights out for, for this um, wild team. And it's, it's just so much fun to watch. Uh, he's so strong um, tonight. Um, you think, you think back to back, he'd be tired, but he was just on his edges and, yep. uh, you know, just making play after play. It was impressive. No points tonight, but um, I thought, I thought his line was really good and he just continues to to just show off. It's it's incredible. Yeah, and like he's he's on a pace to break the all-time goals in a single season mark. Um projected to get 47 this year. He's also projected to get 55 assists, which is hilarious because if you do the math there, 47 goals and 55 assists they project him for 103 points that math does not add up well look at i mean people like you know look at and so you're you're right he's still sixth in in the stats for points look look at the company that he's surrounded by it's, yeah so it's mcdavid dry sidle uh johnny goudreau uh, Austin Matthews, uh, you know, decent guy, just got his 50th goal this season. Same with Leon Dreisaitl, just got his 50th tonight too. Just mind-boggling. I mean, those two, uh, the two Edmonton guys, uh, won two again, you know, in points, which is crazy. And then right after Austin Matthews at five is Kaprizov at six. So I mean, you got you got former MVPs right there amongst him, and it's just it's incredible what he's doing and. Um, you know, I think Zuccarello and Zuccarello is is pretty dang, pretty dang good, but uh, you know Hartman's no no is not a McDavid or right. Drysdale. So what Kaprizov is doing uh, and how he's elevating his line mates that's I think is the most impressive thing because uh, Ryan Hartman has been known as a third line, you know, kind of a grinder, and for him to to be elevated to the top line um, and the season that he's having because of Kaprizov is, is, is incredible. Yeah. And uh, Kaprizov tied with Connor McDavid for yeah. goals <laughs> at 39. So not, not bad. <laughs> he's having a pretty good season himself. Yeah. And, you know, Zuccarello on pace to break the, uh, the single season assists mark as well. Um, just shattering his previous high in terms of, uh, of points um, going to be right around, I think at last check, going to be right around, and I'm pulling it up right now, um, 83 points for Zuccarello, and his career yeah. high before that was uh, 69. So just <laughs> insane. He's elevating guys, uh, his, his teammates, uh, you know, you know, playing uh, level and style, and I think Zuccarello's shooting the puck more, a lot more than, than normal too, which is great to see. He's always mm-hmm. been known as the, the setup guy, and so – for him to get above that 20 goal mark is, is huge uh, too. Um, and what now the team has six guys that have scored 20 or more. It's, yep. You know, that is depth. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that's the depth that Anson Carter was looking for. And now like the, the grief line uh, with Felino and Erickson Eck, you've got Felino with 20 goals. You've got Erickson Eck with 21. Oh, and then you've got uh, Jordan Greenway who is playing, some of the best hockey in his entire career. Right. Um, he's close to 10 goals himself. So this team just, they're getting scoring from everywhere, which I think has been a thing that sets this team apart from previous seasons 
where you had maybe one line that could score. The rest of the lines played good defense, but then you're like, well, geez, if those guys don't score, how are we going to get this? Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's something else. Uh, it's that, that grief line again, I know we, we touched on it, but um, they, they are the identity of the, of this team. I, yep. I brought it up so many times when they're going, uh, that's when the wild are at their best. Um, and, you know, hopefully they can ride this momentum into the playoffs uh, because it's going to be a war. Uh, it's it's either going to be St. Louis or Nashville. And yep. those are two teams that have historically have always given the wild the most trouble. It's because both teams like to kick the crap out of each other, you know, uh, out of the, who they're playing. They're big, they're strong, they're physical. Uh, you know, Nashville's got a guy in Roman Yossi who's <laughs> right there for, for the Norris title. And they have a good, good goalie in Saros. And then, uh, you know, St. Louis, just huge, big, you know, big forwards, big defensemen, uh, you know, huso has been great in that for them. Bennington wild card, but uh, you know, come playoff time, he's, he's usually pretty good. So um, you know, to have that grief line go out there and you know, just try to wear out teams. Um, and you saw it today with Washington, uh, their big guys um, did absolutely nothing. So yeah, um, we want to see that uh, momentum uh, for that grief line for sure going in. Yeah, the the Capitals just were no match. Like they were just physically destroyed by that grief line. And yep. you know, you you segued it perfectly because to finish, we'll take a look at what's coming up, which is a matchup against both the Predators and the Blues. And the statistical anomaly that is the Los Angeles Kings. We got to talk about that, too. <laughs> that stat you threw out. Oh, my God. It is, it's unbelievable. And so that's, that's a heck of a tease for the final segment because I have a stat that is going to... Mind-blowing. It, you're not, you're not going to be ready for it. So we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll discuss that, and we'll look at what's ahead for the week to come on today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds. Will Tiger Woods play or not? Find out at BetOnline.net. Plus, you can also find the latest podcasts and reviews for all of the different sports leagues going on right now. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of it at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex Micheletti. And Alex, three games on the docket before we will uh, chat again next. Uh, And uh, it features the back half of this road trip with uh, a game against Nashville on Tuesday, then Friday against St. Louis, and Sunday against the Los Angeles Kings. More on them in a second. (laughs) But uh, let's let's just talk about Nashville to start things. And, uh, you know, you, you segued it perfectly by uh, talking about just the physicality that both Nashville and St. Louis play with. And, you know, this is interesting for both of these teams, but especially I think for Nashville, is that this will be the first time that the Wild will face them with the new look lineup. 
they they had the second game against the Predators right before the trade deadline. And so still a little smaller lineup. And so that should hopefully help stem the tide against a Predators team that just refuses to go away. I write them off every single time that they're talked about on this show. And yet here they are still vying for a wild card spot like the Predators we expect that they would be. Yeah, everybody, the Predators had the strangest offseason because they um, they traded away some of uh, their long, long-term long uh, vets that had been there a while, and uh, Ryan Ellis, and uh, also getting rid of Victor Arvidsson, uh, who went to L.A. and is having an amazing season with, with L.A. Um, and so just some uh, strange moves, um, but they continue to hang in there, and you know, they have one of the best players in the NHL in Roman Yossi, who you know, uh, the last time the, they played the Wild, he had an incredible game, what, two goals, right? So, yeah. um, you know, that's a guy that you just have to try to, to wear out and try to, you know, finish all your checks on him as possible. I mean, he never seems to leave the ice kind of like uh, Kale McCarr does um, in Colorado. Uh, but you know, Soros is a goalie that you can get after. Um, he's smaller. Um, and so if you can pepper pucks at him, you know, they'll, they'll be, they'll be right in there. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, or like you said, uh, you know, Jacob Middleton wasn't out there. Uh, Delorier wasn't out there. Tyson Yost, you know, he's smaller, but he wasn't, he wasn't out there either. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be fun, uh, to see the full lineup go, um, hopefully flurry, um, you know, plays, um, I'd like to see him get the, get the national start. And then it seems like they're just going to continue to rotate and, and, uh, you know, get cam on, on Friday, but, uh, yeah, this is going to be huge. You know, it's going to be in Nashville. And so, um, you know, I'm sure the crowd will be buzzing just with that city and, and everything. And, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, you know, they, they are very talented up front. Uh, you know, Phil Forsberg has had an outstanding season and map. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be fun to see the, see the guys get after it. Um, we now have finally caught Nashville in terms of games played. And so with 68 games apiece, uh, the wild have nine more points than the Predators do at this point in the season. Uh, they also have um, 252 goals compared to 224 for the Predators, and the uh, Wild have given up um, 10 more. So things relatively even, but that's why the Capitals win and the Hurricanes win were so important because as with the St. Louis Blues as well, both them and the Predators not playing as good recently – but if you look at the St. Louis Blues, and I looked into this question a little bit with the mailbag episode on Saturday, who would you rather play in the first round? And I think I think the answer is the St. Louis Blues of the two teams. And St. Louis right now, they're Jekyll and hiding it too because Jordan Binnington has been just a, such a disaster that he's the backup now. And Ville Husso just has turned into like the next coming of Patrick Waugh. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, you know, this you take a look at their two games this weekend. Um, you know, they play Edmonton and uh Edmonton goes up four to one right away, um, and then five to three. Um, and then St. Louis comes all the way back, five five, and then you know, 
good luck when you play Edmonton in overtime. It's it's not fair. I mean, they stick, you know, they stick, uh, you know, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid out there together, and then you know, you know, who cares who the third guy is out there? But those two together are just. It, it's it's unstoppable unstoppable to stop in a um, in a in a three on three situation and then you know and then they go into Calgary um, and they beat Calgary you know they they make uh, Jacob Markstrom look you know, like he's a backup goaltender you know they they I think they scored on their first shot of the game too um, which was which is just wild um, you know and Huso. Huso, you know, he let in one on on Johnny Goudreau, but he he shut down uh, Lindholm, Kachuk, and Majapaji, and, and Rasmus Anderson. So it's yeah, it was it was interesting weekend for for the Blues for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, just looking at some of the Blues numbers too, they're much more they're much more of an evenly spread scoring team. You know, they've yeah. they've certainly got the good players. They don't have anybody that's necessarily like leading by a bunch in scoring so definitely dangerous and as we saw over the last couple of seasons for the minnesota wilds they they seem to have the wilds number so maybe this can be the season that we've finally kind of flip it back in our favor yeah this time show uh uh, vladdy tarasenko a little taste of his own medicine with our uh with our russians uh, out there you know so um yeah it's always fun uh, fun to see the russians go against each other because they they like to the one up each other we saw it with with carolina with svechnikov and, and kaprizov and so um and then you got to see see kaprizov play his idol and in, in ovechkin tonight for the first time ever which was really cool and so yeah that 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 matchup against the blues would be really fun in, in the playoffs for sure and you know get a little revenge from from previous playoff experiences against yes um i should also mention too that uh, the minnesota wild now are officially in second place in the western conference with 91 points so uh congratulations to the wild for that because calgary's lost three in a row um i saw a stat for the final team that the wild will play before monday the los angeles kings (laughs) <laughs> this courtesy of Jay Fresh on Twitter at Jay Fresh Hockey. Team goals scored above expected. Minnesota Wild leading the pack with plus thirty four point seven. And so, what that basically tells you is that um, in any given situation, the average teams will score X amount of goals. The Wild have been substantially better than that this season with the number of players they've had that have uh, taken advantage of opportunities. They've been well above what was expected for goals, um, and that has been something over the last couple of seasons that they've been able to do. So, fluky, maybe, probably not. However, the team that is dead last in that category is the Los Angeles Kings. The Los Angeles Kings are negative 42.2. So they have scored 42, 42.2 fewer goals than expected this season. And the next closest team at 31 is roughly half of that, which is the Montreal Canadiens at negative 21.8. The thing, though, Los Angeles Kings are these second 
I believe the second place, yes, second place team in the Pacific at 86 points on the season. It's nuts. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. You know, <laughs> yeah, it does not make any sense. Uh, they're uh, they're an interesting team for sure. You know, they, you know, they have one of the best two way forwards in in the NHL, Nanze Kopitar. Um, you know, and they they really top heavy team. Um, you know, they have that top line of of him. Uh, you know, Kempe and Ayafalo, the the former uh, UMD Bulldog, uh, and they've been trying to you know, ever since I've been trying to get a second line going, um, you know, Victor Arvidsson, uh, has been very good for them. Uh, you got a guy, uh, in Trevor Moore, who's extremely, extremely fast. And then, uh, one of the pickups I think of the off season was Philip Denault. Uh, he, uh, has really taken some pressure off, uh, on Zay Kopitar. And, um, and so he's had a phenomenal season, but yeah, they're just a weird, weird team to figure out. Uh, you know they they played uh, they played Seattle the other night uh, and you know and Seattle you know kicked the crap out of them and so <laughs> and Seattle's struggling against everybody. You know? Jeez. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's you know it's something else. They gave up six goals. You know, so um, yeah, so you know it, their their goaltending has been kind of hit and hit and miss. Um, you know. Uh, uh, they're another team that has been rotating back and forth and, and, and quick and, uh, and then Calvin Peterson. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who they go with on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Peterson himself, or uh, Jonathan quick, I should say nine overtime losses by yeah. himself. So it's a team that does enough to get it to overtime. Right. Or the shootout. But just they just cannot like they don't have enough scoring to yes. win the game. Yeah, yeah. They, they they needed to add another another forward, and you know they didn't really you know accomplish that, which was which was interesting. Uh, you know they're they're missing Drew Doughty, which you know is is you know a huge part of their offense, and yeah. especially on the power play. So it'll be interesting to see if they get him back. Uh, you know for the playoffs or not. I, it just—it's been radio silent on, on Dowdy. Yeah, it'll be—it'll uh, be interesting to see. Um, obviously, he is not regretting not being able to see Kirill Kaprizov um, <laughs> on Sunday, but no kidding, overpaid. Yeah, whatever that means. But yeah, it should be a fascinating week. And so that was yeah. your—that uh, was your mind-blowing stat of the week is. Crazy that the difference in goals, the difference in goals between the Wild and the uh, the Kings, goals scored above expected, is 76.9 between the two teams, and they're separated by five points in the standings. It goes I, to show you how much tougher the, the Central is compared to the Pacific, too. They, yeah. You know, it's, you know, it was the same thing with the Wild last year when they were grouped together with Anaheim and San Jose and that L.A. team and and that got awful Arizona squad. You know? oh. So it's uh, that's that team is tough to watch. Yeah. Hey, congrats, uh, congrats to Arizona as we close up today. Congrats to uh, Arizona on making sure that Trevor Zegers doesn't have fun out on the ice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just yeah, Jay Beagle just going out there and trying to just pummel a superstar in Detroit yeah. too. I'm. Uh, we're not going to get too far into it because it makes my blood <laughs> boil, but uh, I think there's a reason that Arizona is one of the worst teams in the NHL, and I don't think it has anything to do with being outclassed by players out on the ice. So. No, not at all. 
<laughs> that's uh, that's all I got to say on that. And that is where we will leave things for today. So uh, now that your first listen of the day is done, again, make sure you head to the Lockdown NHL podcast to get all the latest on your favorite NHL teams from your favorite Locked On NHL insiders. Locked On NHL is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts just like Locked On Wild. Subscribe, like, follow, all of the above. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you follow on social media so that you can stay up to date with everything going on with the Minnesota Wild as they push towards the playoffs. Lockdown Wild is keeping you as up-to-date as you can possibly be with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.